Could you imagine yeah. like getting on the phone with somebody and there's just like one second, I'm looking something up and you're just like, all right, <laughs> amazing. All right, not yeah, no, sure no, why shit. you called me. This is good stuff. Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome random sports podcast. Coming at you as we always do. I'm not going to shorten it just because we're off the leash a little bit. We got a dynamite episode 147 for your eardrums. Guys, please do us a favor. Subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Choose an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandon. With me, as always, the mad that stole Podmas. Most awesome. Oh, I'm a mean one, Mr. <laughs> Mab. Very good. Um, yes, buddy. How you doing, bro? You got the shirt off. So funny, yeah. This is standard fare. What you drinking? What is that? Where's that from? Pretty standard. Uh, I don't know that. I don't know that fast food drink. Oh, you do know this fast food drink. Uh, a little is sh- it Chipotle? A little Shake Shack, buddy. A little Shake Shack. Ooh, they've re-upped. Yeah, but don't worry. They do not have what's in this cup on tap. This is a little home <laughs> creation. A little homebrew? Uh, yeah, okay, very I good. I got going I like on. Um, I, I always like when we get on the pod, we have to act like we didn't spend an hour and a half talking to each other earlier. <laughs> now we're going to run it back up. How how are you? I'm gonna act like I miss you. It's just like, oh, so good to see your friend. How are you? Hi, good. Yeah, we had a little. We have you know, mab. We have a we had a mab, mab after mar, mab after dark midday. Yes, we, <laughs> we did. We threw that in there. And uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm doing good. I'm powering through. We got a little Friday pod. Did I tell you that I had a shitty day today? Did I tell you that I had a shitty day? No. Did, did I did I cause it when we talked earlier? No, no, no. Oh no, you were the you were the bright shiny <sighs> beacon of light. In my day, no, my day started out crappy. In the in the AM, uh, the garage door, the spring broke on it. Mm. Totally like cracked the thing. Couldn't get the car out, so we're running around. And then I think I sent on the text out. I think you may have seen it. I got shitted on today, bro. Uh, boy, Kamish Junior. Oh, you don't mean poo pooed on my sleeve. Didn't know it until I got to work, which is awful. Oh, you don't mean as a figure of speech. Like, oh yeah, like I just like shitty or something. Yeah. He was I got full on baby poo. Wow. Check it out on maybe underscore sports IG. I don't know. Maybe you won't want that on there. I don't know. But I got full on baby pooped on my sleeve. Didn't realize it. It's a thing that happens, B. I, I think it's good. Like I think we're just teaching everybody like how fast a parent's life is moving for the fact it was just for like, sure. hey, by by the way, I had shit on my shirt. Didn't recognize it for about an hour. Right. Cause it's like, it is the ticker is going. We got to get Kamishette to school. Yep. We got to now, we've this added wrinkle where we can't get our vehicles out. Dr. Mrs. The Commission's got to get work. She's got to save all the dogs and cats all over the world. And so times are moving. And when Kamish Jr., you know, drops a healthy one, I got to j- dive on it, change it. And sometimes his little legs go akimbo. And they pick up collateral damage, and it kicked me in the in the arm. It must have, because he had it on his he had it on his heel. I wiped it down, but he definitely caught me one. And then I and then I woke and then I got I sat down at my desk. You know, thank God no one's in the office. Sit down at my desk, and I look down. And I'm like, holy shit, that's fucking baby poop on my shirt. That's fair. awful. <laughs> okay, so one of my favorite couple, couples in the world. Um, how do you guys ever decide it? Is it, um, we can say this for MAPT, but we'll get into it. Like, is it like everyone, 
is it every other diaper? Diaper? Is it just like who's available? Like I'm going to assume that you'll be as responsible as I am. Like how does that break down? Right. So think of it as you're on a ship and we're all ship hands and water's just coming in. And it's like, we got to get this water out of here. So grab a bucket and start. (laughs) So just do what you can. Like, otherwise we're going down. And that's kind of what it's like. Yeah, there's a little talk about it. Maybe it's like also like uh, if she's got an earlier morning or, I mean, you guys are going to start at the same time. Is it like in every other night? Like, we guys don't have a rule. It's just like you're Tuesday, Thursday, middle of the night. I'm Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It's just like... Cause that, that gets, that's too much. We, we tried, we yeah. tried doing it. The only thing we do that on the weekends is who gets to stay in bed and sleep in a little bit. Yeah. That That's the one that we rotate on that during, during the week, we had to make a, a decision that it was like, we just, in order so that there's no arguments between all everyone we had to like, we just have to get up a half hour earlier than everyone else and get ready before everyone else. Because then it's just like, all right, let's just focus on, rallying the kids and getting them together and getting everything done and breakfast made and all that other shit. That's good. Yeah. I think that's what makes it work too. I think like, um, whatever, no call out to any of the families out there trying to do, uh, I know you guys are putting in work, but I think if if, if you start tallying, then it's just kind of, it's distracting from like why we're on in this game. It's just like, as soon as just like I did the last time it's your turn, then it's just like, what? let's save ourselves that. Yeah, 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 because that's that's gonna and and some people make it work and the, and to your point, that's you know if that works for you, then more power to you. This is not an this is not like a, an indictment on any way. This is just what works for us. Uh, but I would say for us, it would be it would definitely devolve into be like really like I've done the last three, so now you got three, and it's like who wants to keep yeah. fucking score? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, uh, so speaking for your other couple, them what does work for us is episode one forty seven. Let's Woo! jump into it. Here, guys, uh, we're doing ripped from the headlines. NFL playoff picture. Let's talk about it. We're going to hit um, one quick inbox. We have an inmate, inmate parenting tip. Uh, how old is too old? Jingle bells, holiday season, uh, Neapolitan <laughs> showdown, most overrated Christmas items. And we're going to end, as we always do, with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're a pal. It starts now. We are doing Riff from the Headlines, looking at the playoff picture. Why are we doing that this week, brother? Because we're getting closer. Things are starting to settle in. Uh, playoff picture, maybe not the exact seating, but yeah. now we've got, we're, we're, we're this much closer to knowing what this this first ever seven-team playoff in the NFL uh, playoffs is going to look like. It's taking shape. So uh, we've talked about it before, but jump into it again. Like I think the biggest team that takes a hit is that team two division winner does it is it gonna fuck things up with people seating people like they're just like whatever like it's not a bye week who cares or it's still like let's say this two spots so we can at least if the one gets knocked off host a game yeah i think i think the only thing that that comes down to because i was thinking about it really it's like if you're like in the afc yeah let's talk, yeah no this, this is good let's talk about specifically also so like it's, yeah, like in the AFC, you've got right now, you know, the Chiefs are 12 and one, and they're they're a little bit in the driver's seat for that one seed. Uh, but you've got Pitt, Bills, 
the Tennessee Titans uh, and the, uh, yeah, the Pitt, uh, Pitt Steelers, right. Buffalo Bills, and the Titans. So those are all the division winners. Yes. But potentially. But those are all like, you know, that's where the seeding comes in. Because if I, I want as much home field as possible, so I'd want the two seed as much as possible. You know what I mean? So you don't, you wouldn't want to take, if you were, if you're separated by, basically two games between those division winners. Yeah. You know, the difference of playing one home game versus two home games could be a huge difference. Yeah, you're right. I simplified that a little bit. So you're like, you're still going to obviously want that, uh, whatever seed you have, it's just really, it seemed like you could have coasted a little bit more on past years. If you didn't have that extra wildcard team to be like, all right, we don't have the one we'll have the two. Cause right now the chiefs and Steelers fighting for it. Like the Steelers really want this and they're not going to get it. Yeah, they're like they, I mean, so the this week, week fifteen, is the biggest indicator if they will get it or not or have a shot to. Yeah, because if if the Saints beat the Chiefs and Pittsburgh has Cincinnati, then they go back to a twelve and two record, and Pittsburgh has the the tiebreaker. Yeah, and then you've got break that down. Uh, what what is it? What is the tiebreaker? The the tie well there's several different tiebreakers there's like it goes head to head and then like, well yeah because the, yeah because I because I think you're right so what's the difference between and these are different right divisional winner is divisional record and yes. then you go to common opponents but right. for the seeding outside of the division it's common opponents first or is it AFC record. I think it would be I think it would be the first is always if they played each other. So if they played each other, that would be the first tiebreaker. And if the okay. Steelers beat the Chiefs, then it would go to interdivisional record or like interconference. That's record, so funny. I, I can't believe everybody's just like conference record. It's just like, oh no, I guess that would make sense. I'm like you're tied, so we're trying to figure this out. But yeah, if they had yeah. like a you know, whatever, like if the Chiefs went four and oh against the NFC. And then, like, uh, the Steelers lost the game in the NFC, but their AFC record is better. Like, that gives them the, the hats up. The advantage. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so that's where that's where they're sitting at. And then, you know, um, so that is that's vastly important. The Bills and the Titans, you know, the Titans, you know, if they stay at that four seed at nine and four, uh, and they've got, you know, a tough, tough three games every team on this has like one game either this week next week or the final week that could make or break their seating right because everyone's got a couple easy layups and everyone's got a pretty challenging uh record because i was looking at it like for example the chiefs at 12 and 1 right now they've got new orleans that's not an easy game it's in new orleans yeah. then you've got atlanta and the chargers they get through the saints assuming you know drew Brees is back uh, Michael Thomas is out. Let's say they move through it. It's very, it's entirely possible they go 15 and one and they're in the driver's seat. Pittsburgh's got Cincinnati this week, then Indy, and then the Browns. That's a tough two games right there. Bills have got Denver, Pats, and Miami. And the Titans have Lions, Packers, Texans. Uh, we could go through the list, but like you can see, like every one of them has at least one game that could throw a real monkey wrench into it. So, I think this is when we talk about like why does the NFL schedule like this? Putting these these division games in here and like AFC opponents in here is like is to their advantage because it's going to create a lot of if and whens and pathways for more teams to find. Because like yeah, I think truthfully like the the Pats 
still have at six and seven still have a lot of shit would have to go their way, but they still have a pathway to get to that seven seed now. Yeah. So that happens like, uh, and I think the NFL started it like maybe four years ago, maybe I'm just getting older and time moves fast. So I just don't quite have yeah. it, but they, they did dial in and they were just like, Oh, we're a little bit tired of like, like scoreboard watching from like teams that have things to do. So it, they, they kind of moved it all. Isn't it like, was it something weird like week 17? Are they all afternoon games or they're all early games? I know we don't have a Monday night game. Yeah, we don't have a Monday. Yeah, they're all they're all <laughs> Sunday and yeah, one and four o'clock or four twenty-five. Yeah, they're all they, yeah, they try and get it up as quickly as possible. And I think that's to your point, right? So it's like if we're we have the Sunday night game or the Monday night game and it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And you know, it, it, my, uh, our chances are eliminated at four o'clock, then fuck it. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and, and from the NFL's perspective, that's bad for business. Cause we don't want anybody, you know, we, they don't want the, they understand that the one seeds are probably going to sit guys in week 17. If they've got it wrapped up, like the chiefs aren't going to play Mahomes and risk. Well, yeah, I remember that. What, and, wasn't the Colts that did that first or the Colts? Like it was even undefeated, but like they sat people like the last two weeks, I think in whatever, like 2012 or on there. Yeah. Run. With like, well, with like when, yeah, even earlier than that, I think is when Manning was like, they were blitzkring it. They were trying to go for it. Was it Tony Dun- Dungy era? They lost kind of like the Steelers. They lost it. And then it's like, all right, but we are, you know, like three games ahead. So we're going to give everyone a break and just rest everybody and try and get as healthy as possible. And I think they kind of like, you know, the Peyton Mannings and the, and the Marvin Harrison's, they were like, we know what you guys can do. And they try to keep some of the, the middle of the road starters, you know, play a few series here and there, but you know, try not to get injured. Yeah. Is a bye week ever bad news or just, is it just kind of like this weird, like Madden, like Madden, like cover curse that doesn't actually exist, but we talk about it. I mean, I know coaches have talked a lot about bye weeks and just time off. Right. And it's just like finding a football red. That's why I think like the idea of not playing your starters in week 17, it's like, yeah, it almost becomes like two bye weeks where it's like football is a rhythm. And if you get out of that routine and rhythm, it can be hard to start it up. I mean, we talk about so many teams in early in the season that come out of the shoot great, lose steam. And like, they just, they peaked at that right moment. Right. Yeah. And then other teams are, you know, the, 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 the Ravens is pastime where that, you know, Joe Flacco cut catches lightning in the bottle has the three best games ever from a quarterback and they run the table and it's like, all right. So we just, you know, it's almost like having a, a hot pitcher in baseball or a hot goalie in, in, in hockey, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you think about it? Like you personally, like, I don't like, I always go back and forth. I can just, you know, we can just use the stats that we have. I'm just, I'm wondering if obviously it's my team here's, and here's why it's a, a tough hang because the bye week will usually be associated with home field advantage, which you would never want to give up regardless. Right. But like, do you want let's let's say your lions? Uh, Oof, everyone, okay. all right, hold. really suspend disbelief. Hold, right there. <laughs> hold their breath. Show up in a movie and be like, "Yeah, space travel is real." Every you're like <laughs> your lions are going. Um, yeah. you you want that bye week, right? Or is there a part of you that's just like, what if we just keep it in sync? If we had the home field advantage, also, like, what if we just keep it? Yeah, I mean, the Tennessee Titans are a great example of that, right? Just building a rhythm, building, 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 and then you just just sneak it up on everybody. I think ultimately, like, the 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 better the 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 my mind tells me that 
yes, you want the bye week. You want yeah. the everyone to get their mind right, rest their bodies. Rest their bodies huge. I mean? Yep. That's big. Yeah. Cause it's just like if you don't if you don't do that, I mean, God forbid you you risk an injury. you know, Carson Palmer with the the Bengals is a great example. And I don't remember if they had an opportunity for a bye week. I remember this, he, yeah. you know, but but you know, he got knocked out and by the Steelers. And that was, that was that he tore up his knee and it was over and your season is over. And it's just like, that was now that could happen at any time, but you know what I mean? It's like, I, I would like to, I would like to give myself a, you know, 25% chance from this moment, the playoff starts that I'm making the, the conference finals you know what i mean yeah play those tricks also and, and don't uh, yeah. like don't underestimate also i think that's a great point from you is the the week off like and how violent this game is like yes. taking a break is healthy like if you get a break in there do it it's just it's kind of right. funny where you bring it up it's just like you know if you're two or three or peyton manning you know he knows he's got it locked up in like week 14 like are we kind of like not cooking to our highest potential hundred percent. I like that the sirens from Brooklyn followed you back to LA. I love it. They're always on there. They're always on there. They're always on there. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it is, it's, these guys are professionals. They should be professionals. And I would always take the rest over that. Um, but there is something to be say, said about like, as a coach, you know, you better have them focused mentally the right way. Like you don't want to give them too, too much of a leash to go, fucking go buck wild and go like Barrett Robbins in the Super Bowl. Remember the center from the Raiders who went down to like Tijuana and had like a manic episode <laughs> no, no. or like Eugene, Eugene Robinson from the Falcons when they had the dirty birds and he got busted with prostitutes. Like you don't want that stuff to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like right before playoffs or in a week off or the biggest game of their lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we both, are we locked up on AFC and NFC side? I mean, I can't picture we have the Vikings on the outside looking in which we all know my yeah. stance on the Vikings, but still like they're not going to win that tiebreaker. So they got to win uh, two more than the Cardinals, which is going to be uh, a tough hang with, you know, right. Cause yeah. Cardinals have got Phillies, 49ers and Rams and the Vikes have got Chicago saints and lions. So the Vikes just by having Chicago who still, I mean, they have a pathway too. they've got Vikes, Jacks, uh, excuse me, Vikings, Jags, and the Packers, um, so the Packers in week 17 might not really be playing anything depending on how, you know, the saints go in these next two weeks as well, too. So there's a lot of interesting stuff. Um, I know I'm sure there's some Eagles fans or some Cowboys fans that are saying like they still have a shot and sneaking into that fourth seed, uh, beating out the Washington football team. But, uh, it's weird that they're going to host a, a, it's really a weird. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this is uh we're doing a Friday podcast. Odd. Um, let's jump in. We'll do a little inbox right now. Um, college football. Uh, is it going to be? Uh, will this be a true champion or will it be an asterisk? Yeah, you know it's it's interesting that you bring that the inbox writer brings us up because it's like Herb, Herb Street just came down on the college football selection committee that you know it's basically like the the final four is going to be the same as it was this year as it'll be in 2023 like alabama's coming out of the sec and 
out of the ACC is Clemson and Ohio, you fill out the rest in the big 10. And he was really like lighting up about that. There's just not a great way of the college football program. Remember there was much, the much maligned BCS computer rankings and everyone hated that. So then they went to this like committee with the college football uh, committee and it's a selection committee. And they like, there's, I think there's like, 30 people that are on this. No, no, no. There's 30 teams that they select. It's like 12 to 15 people that select it. And then they just whittle it down just by like they're they're They just rank that within themselves. They do basically like a giant Neapolitan showdown to figure out the top four. And um, is it the best system? Cause like right now you've got Alabama who's 10 and no, and obviously, you know, strength of schedule, the conference that you play in, those things matter. So Herb street and his, you know, calling out, well, Clemson's always going to be there, but it's, you also should sit there and say like, Hey, within the ACC division, like you should maybe try and knock Clemson off. Like if you beat Clemson, they're not going to be there anymore. They're the best team. So they should be there. It's, I know it's a little homogenized, but they are one of the better teams in college football. I guess, isn't the little bit of an argument though? It's just like, if I have two losses and I'm just in a stronger division and I have to face some of these, like, one two teams like uh like once a year shouldn't that be forgiven or no yeah absolutely it should be forgiven right but then it's it's when you have like a like a you know it's hard when you have like a a seven and one texas a&m and like an eight and two iowa state right that are on the outside looking in and then you're you're going against like a florida that's eight and two so you've got two sec teams and a big 12 team so like which one is the better one and then you've got you know then you've got an eight no cincinnati which plays in the aac conference and you've got coastal carolina which i think is like in the big sky conference right yeah at 11 and 0 and so you know coastal carolina is a great fun program by the way so they're they're this year's ucf so it's like you don't want to you know, hamstring those guys. Cause you'd like to give them a chance, but at the same time, it's like, are we really saying that coastal Carolina is a better fo- football club than a seven and one Texas A&M this year? Like, I, I don't think so. You know what I mean? Like, so the goal from the playoff like committee that puts it together, it would be obviously to get the best games. So are they, yes. are, are they trying to picture out how these will go? And they're just like, Oh, these are going to be close games. Or is it more like you have a reputation? Cause like uh coast, Carolina is a great point. Like, uh, they got, did they get in? No, no, no. They are 12th right now. Not, at 11 oh, not, not now, under- not now, but like when they were going undefeated, you remember that? Like all that buzz, it was just like, Oh, you mean UCF? UCF. Like, yeah. UCF? Yeah, yes. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, they didn't. They, the closest they came was they played, uh, Auburn and whooped on them. I think in the sugar bowl, like three years ago, or maybe the brandana four years ago, but no, no, it, was, it wasn't that far ago. It was like three years ago, but anyways, sure. yeah, they, they whooped on it, but it was a disinterested Gus miles on led Auburn team because they had kind of like, you know, they just missed, you know, the sec conference game. They got whooped on by Alabama. So it's like, well, what are you, what are we playing for? The, the, the issue is, and I don't know a, a good way to fix it is, is, with all the divisions or conferences, rather, you have the Big 12, yeah. you have the the Power Five conferences, and historically, there's you know there's five conferences. Four of those division winners or conference winners are most likely going to get a seat at the table of the of the, of the conference playoffs. Yeah, it sounds like when when Herb Street's making that argument, the only real solve is to create a like a and is a more bracket style 
you know, March Madness-esque playoff system where you have more teams, like a 16-team scenario. So you let a, you know, Coastal Carolina Chanticleers into the into the playoffs as a 12 seed and let them run, run up against Texas A&M at a five seed and see what the fuck happens. But the downside is, is in the amateurism and the amateur athletics is like you have a lot of prospects that are in, that are trying to make a lot of money, go and play professionally that could damage their, their careers by adding more games to yeah. the season already in a non COVID pandemic year, most of these teams will play 15 games. They'll play a full NFL schedule almost. So if you're going to add like three more games to that slate, like, you know, at what point do we want to sacrifice? Like at what point are we so like as a fan, so rabid to find like the truest champion and make sure that everyone gets an Eagle shot versus because remember there aren't solutions. There's only trade-offs what is this going to do to these kids in school and who's going to be there? Cause there will be, who's going to be the lottery pick, you know, the fucking Trevor Lawrence who gets wrapped up before he can sign that big payday, you know, while he's trying to battle out as a sophomore, Justin Fields, or one any one of these teams, like who are we going to salvage or who are we going to risk for that? So you're, you're anti, like the system isn't adding, actual like nfl reflected playoff schedule like it's just like uh, and i hate you know i hate it is what it is i don't know if we brought it up in the podcast you yeah. know i hate that phrase but it's also sure. like um is that is that what we have to do it just get in and add another week of games for let these guys compete because also you know college football better than i do but also i don't feel like the guys i, I don't feel like we missed who should be the champion very often at all college football. That seems true. Yeah. And it's happened. Yeah. It's happened in the NFL. Like there have been teams that have won that we've been like, was that the best team this year? And we're like, uh, sure. kind of not, but like college football. And, and, and some of that has to do with like injury luck, right? Or this guy's goes, goes down or, you know what I mean? Or they're just tired or they're just bogged down. And yeah, these are young kids. And so, yeah, I, you're right. It, it the is what it is. is not a great thing, but it's like, I think we have to like rectify what's reasonable within the parameters of what we're talking about yeah. in an era. If we start paying these kids and these kids are making several hundred thousand dollars a year or something like that, that are, you know, maybe that's too much, but if anyways, if they're making something requisite to what is reasonable for them to want to push it, and maybe there's a financial component for, and some of these kids won't actually play in the NFL and this might be their only chance then yes, then then of course, then then I I, I understand that this is something that they want to that they want to do, and there's there's value that comes back to them. I don't see them aside from the the glory thirty five years from now that they want a, a a national championship, you know, and it's the truest national championship because you know we we went through a, a field of eight to get there, yeah. I, you know if I get dinged up and it, it, it ruins my, my season next year. Cause I miss next year, but I got that rank. Like what, what is that going to do for me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have any ideas on that? And we can say this for, this would be really fun. Like, uh, it may be fixes segment and we'll stop here. Then we'll jump into, uh, it may, it may parent tip, but uh, is there, uh, is there a set number you're thinking of just playoff teams? Is it good where it is now? Or would you add like, just cause we can't keep adding weeks. You're right. Like it can't sure. be like we're playing and we're playing and we're playing it for sure. I think the, 
to 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 satisfy everyone. The the Herb Streets, you know. That well, okay, uh, then I'll interrupt you here because I want your two angles. Yeah. To satisfy everyone and what you think is best, two different things. What I think, okay, right, yeah. To satisfy everyone, I think the only way to do that is is to add two more playoffs, make it a sixteen playoff bracket, um, because then you could essentially get, you know, any of the power five conferences in there plus one, you know, at large bid, if you will. And it doesn't necessarily mean that um, it has to be every power conference is accounted for, because to your point, if I got, you know, if I got, if I'm Auburn and I lose to Alabama or vice versa, and Alabama doesn't win the, the SEC conference title, but they're clearly the most dominant, one of the most dominant teams in college football, then they should get that spot. Yeah. And it's ridiculous that, you know, that sometimes that that's the, the thing that we debate over. Um, and then, like I said, then you can make room for the, the UCFs, right. Which would be like a fun wrinkle and a, a or a coastal Carolina or a university of Cincinnati. That would be fun. Um, so that's what I think satisfies a lot of people. And, and here's, here's my point to this is it's like if you you give an inch you take a mile. This is why this is why I don't think it's good because I just think like we're just adding more football to these kids. We're adding more opportunity for injuries. We're also adding more opportunities for these kids to like opt out and not play. Like then there's even less of a chance for me even to care about playing. Uh, we see that all the time during bowl season anyways. These guys don't want to play. Yeah. Um so for my personal preference uh, I know it's not a perfect system for what we have, but I, I feel like every year it is representative of who is the best team in college football. Yeah, um, they don't fuck you, with it. You, yeah, they're yeah. right. They don't fuck with it. Be- because you you could argue that UCF is 11-0 and and they whooped on a disinterested Auburn team. But it's a big – that is a giant leap from the – championship game against a lathered fucking frothing at the bit Alabama team or Clemson team or fucking Georgia or Oklahoma, like any of these perennial powerhouses, like the eye of the storm for UCF is that's much bigger uh, than that, than a meaningless bowl game at 11 and now. Yeah. Well, you know, we're going to say this because I do want to talk to you about like the bowl schedule. It's that time of year that we talk about a little bit. Yeah. just like, what, it's not there, what they're not guys. It's not going to be one fucking shining moment. It's not you, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like, oh, that's a great fucking... point. That's a great point. Yes. It's just like, and we don't want that. We act like we no. do, but we do not want that. We want the best right. team to get the chip. Right. It's fun for us as fans, but it's unfair to put a coastal Carolina yeah. against like the, the 33rd NFL team in the fucking Alabama Crimson. Yeah. Tigers. You know what yeah, I mean? But, like, but is it okay to give them a shot? I mean, of course it, it is, is okay but... to get it. It's yeah. It's okay to give him a shot. I'm not saying they'd not give him a shot. Yeah. And if they have a dominant schedule and they have an, an out of conference schedule where they go fucking, they go headbangers and they take on Oklahoma and they take on a, and you know, or a Texas or somebody to, to prove their salt. Coastal Carolina came out of nowhere. UFC came out of, out of nowhere. UFC has built a little bit of a program in that, and we'll see what happens with coastal Carolina uh, and same thing with Boise state, Boise state did, you know, they, you know, they did this and everyone can go, Oh, well, that's what Gonzaga did. And now look where Gonzaga is. Well, sure. 
but you know, they Gonzaga now plays Kansas's. They play the Blue Buds in basketball every year. So if, yeah. if those teams are going out there and doing that every year, then yes, then I then I have no problem. Uh, you, you remember when we used to do two hour pods? Not doing it now. Bring us to the jam. All right. M-A-M-A-P-T, brother. Um, Santa Claus conversation. Let's talk about it. Yeah, first off, if you have your kids listening right now. Oh, shit. Yeah, we should give them warning. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll... Warning. First off, you're a crappy parent. <laughs> you know, I just I can't imagine anyone that has us in the car that just like, yeah, oh, this is where it got weird. No, it, it got weird <laughs> pods ago. <laughs> you guys are right, fine. Right, right. <laughs> um, yes, Santa Claus is coming to town. So we wanted to talk about a little bit about like, you know, how do you let Santa out of the bag, if you will, right? Yeah, are you your two girls, they're still believers. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And 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 Commissioner Jr. too, obviously. I mean, he doesn't know anything, but he actually is now more aware uh, of I, Santa, almost closer to two. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't leaving him out. I was just like, there's no way <laughs> of like uh, it was asked to answer. Like if the two girls believe yeah, like right. he's it's not like he's coaching them, it's just he's like it. he's like, Hey, here's the thing. I don't know how this guy does all this travel each night right, for right, Christmas. Right. It's insane. So what what is so, it like? Uh so do do you hold it on for like years, do you let them naturally discover or do you weigh in eventually? Like this is the time. Yeah. So that's, that's a good, it's a little bit of everything. So like I, I was actually doing some reading a little while ago. Cause the reason why this came up to me is, is like, so people know, and you probably know about this, like the elf on the shelf, right? Yeah. Uh, and so the elf on the shelf moves around and the kids can't touch it, but it's like a little, you know, um, you know, uh, and what, what is agent it, of Santa? Was it there for just to pressure kids to be nice around Christmas? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's a, it's a <laughs> surveillance tactic by Santa Claus to ensure they get their stockings filled. Sure. Um, but also, you know, they're, they can tell them what they want for Christmas and, you know, usually, you know, the elf goes from different spots and, you know, some parents get more involved with it and they have more fun things, but you can't touch the elf because then it's, you know, there's a whole book and it goes and it's fun and they enjoy it and they get up every morning and they look to ours, our, our elf is Mary as in like Merry Christmas, uh, but a little double entendre, a little pun right there. Um, so then they go up and they find Mary. So Kamish at, so this is where we started to think it because Kamish at is six and will be seven in March. Um, and like anywhere between like five and seven, they start to really like conceptualize, like, and start to understand like deeper things. And when stuff doesn't add up, they start to question it more. And here's where I got like, where my yes. first inkling was yeah. is because she came up to Mary and she is like, well, I, I want to tell Mary what I want for Christmas. But I, she like looked at us and she's like, but I don't want you guys to hear it. And I was like, oh, Hell yeah. and we were like struggling because we were like, well, buddy, like if, but you got to let it, that's not how it works. You know what I mean? Because we were also like in the mode of like, oh shit, if she whispers something to Mary and we don't hear it. Right. And then it's like, oh, well, you didn't get me that, you know? And that's one of those things where kids, and like you said, in the middle of that, it's just like, you know, do you let them come to it on your own? And like, I think the answer is like, yes, you kind of have to let them know or let them come to it on their own. And they'll start asking questions like, 
yeah, you know, how does this guy get all over the place all the time? You know, it, the weird thing for me for San has always been, I don't have kids and I get right. like, I don't actually have like a hat the ring. But my thing would be like, is there any, when they realize the conceit, is there any distrust that follows with that? No, because I think like, because the big thing is, is that you want to pivot from like, once you start to like learn and figure it out, it's like, you know, you want to talk to him. It's like, you know, Santa, like, albeit it's not, you know, Chris Kringle and he's not a real person. He's not really doing all this stuff. Like there is the spirit of Santa Claus, right? Yeah. And like, I, so, I it just, it just, so it just pivots into a spirit as opposed to like a door by this, like, yeah, right, right. Don't look. Yeah. yeah, don't don't look, don't worry about this guy that we told you he was there. He's not really there. It's more about like, yes, he's he's not real, but like Santa and the spirit of Christmas and the spirit of giving like inhabits us all, and we all have it. And I read like the I, the I think the best way like someone that kind of like explained it to to me or I read was was that basically it's like it, you go from believing in Santa to like being Santa, right? It's like yeah. so we give gifts and we look to like That's listen good. to what others want. And while yes, it's not true. And then the other thing too is, is like Kamish Et as a as like a, the older sibling, like she gets to then have this you know fun surprise that she gets to see, and she gets to still see the magic of like 2.0 or or Kamish Junior like understand that hey, this is Santa, and this is what it means to kids, and how fun is it to be part of this like special thing. And that's what like the season of giving is and the spirit of Santa is, is like, you know, is, is giving someone you care about a gift that they truly love and want, and then getting to see them elated about getting it. Cause they still get like, they get presents from us and they get presents from Santa. And that's like, you know, they even get a present from Mary. Um, so that's like, it's all, it's all delineated. They all know who it is. Um, and it's just like one of those things, like, as they get older, they're going to start to learn. And I, I, I read something that like the average age is anywhere from like seven to 10 years old when the kids start to learn that Santa is, you know, not real. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. Cause you're exposed to it now is on the fact that it's like, um, cause you, uh, are your girls going to school? Yeah. Yep. So is there fear with that? Or do you fear about it? like someone just like Santa Claus oh, isn't yeah. weird. And the other conversation when they come back, yeah, there's always something. And that's one of those things, too. It's like, if they come right out and ask you, because most likely they won't come out and ask you, be like, is Santa real? You know what I mean? Yeah. But an answer your part of the question is, is yeah, that's always your devastating fears. Is like, like some kid is going to say yeah. something that's going to, like, destroy this little world that they have. You know, and and while you can't protect them from that, it's, it's, it's the uninevitable thing. Like, it, if it's not Santa, it's going to be something else. You know what I mean? Mm um so with santa claus you know if they bring it up to a bold face and they're of age you know what i mean and instead of being like no or well yes of course we're lying right because as you talked about like deceit and mistrust you don't want to like confuse them yeah. you know i would say like a good way to do is just trying to pivot it and be like well you're asking this question that's a good question what's what's making you ask that question yeah. what's making you think about it you know what i mean yeah and just trying to like pull out of it and from there hopefully you get enough back from them that you can kind of find a way to like softly land that plane if they're kind of like all oh, this doesn't make sense and and if they're just like i don't 
I don't think it's real. And then maybe you get like, you know, Timmy saying it's not, I'm not really, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Like then you got a little soft thing. And then Is there like, I, I, yeah. Cause you have the two and um, I get three, obviously, but it's just like, it's, like right. they're, um, they're a little older. So they're talking to you now. Like, is it, um, it's not a tough hang, but how do you handle attacking like the, all right, I've had a long day and now we're talking about like how like Santa can go from roof to roof from every world roof and get all the gifts there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, that's actually like the fun part, right? Is like, cause, cause more often than not, like through so many years, it's just like kind of like, mindless like not real conversation so it's like it's really enjoyable with like commission when she can have like conversations or she gets like caught up in like something that happened at school and she's like telling you and she's like you can see like the story has like a beginning middle and end you know what i mean and it's like oh this is enjoyable like this is fun now you know what i mean yeah. so you kind of you, you kind of savor those moments you try and pull it out of it because more often than not they don't and sometimes you really got to get them like going on something that they want to talk about before they'll talk about something that's like, Oh, we were having a conversation now. So that's always fun. So, you know, when you're tired, it's like, all right, well, if you have those moments really more, what's more grating is when you're tired and you've been working all day and they're like fucking repeating the same lyric from the same song 500 times over and over again. It's like, that's the, does that happen? They just run around singing the same song. Same. Oh my God. Making the same noises. <laughs> it's like, it's so, I mean, it's like Kamishat's doing this thing where she's like trying out new laughs, right? And <laughs> she's, like, on, stuff, she's auditioning laughs. Oh, that's so sweet. Totally. She does this thing where she's just like, <laughs> like, like, oh, like God. she's, I was like, don't, don't do that, buddy. But you know, you, you don't want to like stifle their spirit. Like, and that's all like that to your point is like, somebody's going to say something to her and it's going to like cut her to a core. And that's the stuff is like a parent, you know, it's like, why are you doing that? I mean, do you prep it or do you just like give advice? Like that's what happens, yeah, right? Mean, you, yeah. You get it every, you get it all the time. So you just sit there and say like, you know, if somebody, cause you'll get little nuggets like that out of there and like so-and-so, you know, so-and-so says, you know, you know, that my, you know, my hair isn't nice or something like that. And we're like, okay, well, you know, that's obviously not true. You have beautiful hair. And if someone's saying that to you, then, you know, it's clearly like sometimes people say things because they themselves yes. don't like what they're feeling about themselves. So they want to take you down a peg. And do you think you have ugly hair? No. Okay, then. Then you know it's not true. And when people say something like that, then you just have to let it roll off your shoulders. That's so layered. It's, this, it's really layered or complicated. Is it more yeah, complicated? Yeah. Is it more complicated than you thought it would be? Uh, yes and no. You know what I mean? Because it's like the no, the yes is like on the stuff that you 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 think. Well, you you, can, you can't, but now. you can't you can't make people be you. So like you can't make right. your your daughters be you. But it it would be like or, or the or the confidence like as a as a hats off sure. like it's, it's yeah, it'd be like really difficult. I think to sit down. Or to just like, I don't think sit down. I think it's more casual to casually be like, hey, you're you and you're great. So, like, right. yeah. If you're auditioning more laughs, yeah. like, go for it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's tough to cultivate confidence and, and manage like narcissism. And, you yeah. know, like, I don't want to make a, I don't create an egomaniac either. <laughs> you know, so it's like, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely like that's a, 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 
a thing. And I think, I think you hit it on the head. Like you can't make them be you. And that's a, that's a great point. And I know what you're driving at, but I think it's also too, it's like, you have to let them be themselves. And so sometimes like I am, I, I can be pretty rigid in how I do things. Yeah, but let me, but, but before find... before you go and reshape this conversation, because I, I definitely yeah. want to hear what you're going to say. And it is about like making them be you, but it's also like, I just, I and I don't want you to be sad. So there's two things. It's just like, yes. I have, I'm, you're, you're like, I'm good at confidence and I want to sell that in you. And I don't want you to be sad. And you have to like right. marry that and then like talk to yeah. him about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and a hundred percent. And what I, the thing that I was saying is, is then I have to, in order for them to believe in themselves, I have to let them be themselves, which means when it's a struggle for me is, is removing myself and like the, you know, I like things the way that they are, as you've, I've heard, like, I like to eat this portion of this food and then that food, like, so releasing <laughs> like the control. Yeah. yeah of like as a parent and realizing like what's worth this discussion or conversation and what's not. And like that for me, I think is like the thing that I thought I would, it would be easier for me. And the thing is, is more challenging. Like, I feel like sometimes, you know, overbearing is probably the right word. It's hard to admit that that's what it is, but sometimes I feel like I can be overbearing. And that's one of those things where it's like, you know, and hats off to Dr. Mrs. Kamish because, you know, she's good at finding ways to make sure that, I keep a balance on it and I try and it's one thing that like I consciously focus on. There's some things as a parent that are just unconscious and you are great at, and there are other things that you consciously have to effort at. And those are the ones that like eat at your core because you know, you're doing it in the moment that you're doing it, but sometimes it is impossible to stop. And then the, the, the downside of that is, is when you do it, you feel like shit after the fact. And that, but you know, again, this is what we talked about many moons ago, like tomorrow's a new day. Like sometimes parents, you just got to let yourself go a little bit and forgive yourself a little bit because tomorrow starts anew. And every day that I'm focusing on releasing the stuff that I, I stink at and then trying to restart that the next day, little bit better I become at it tomorrow and the day after and hopefully we just keep piling those incremental those one percent days of growth and at the end of the year or end of the the month we've got 30 percent more improvement on what we've got or 10 percent or whatever that number may be um and that's that's the key is, is having perspective because it can be tough if you get yourself into that mindset so you really got two fucking parenting tips in one right there all right, um, we're going to jump into the Neapolitan Showdown. Bring us to jam. So let's leave it alone. Because we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. Ooh. All right, Neapolitan Showdown. Uh, showdown. Uh, being some Scrooges, not your fault. I did bring this up. We could have done the best things about Christmas. I, I guess we can flip it. You want to do the worst? No, I like worst. I like worst. I have, I have prepared worst. Okay. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, so we'll we'll get in the worst. Um, but it's good. You know, it's it's Christmas is such a fun time. Like everyone should give sure. that. Sure. 
why don't we give some fucking bullshit about Christmas? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's let's shit on, let's shit on Christmas a little bit. Christmas <laughs> and if we didn't bit. we didn't get you not earlier, we're definitely not gonna get you now. So uh, <laughs> hey, put your Christmas put your kids back on the pot now. <laughs> yeah, the pot is cancelable, as you've experienced. Uh, so what do we? Uh, I'll go through my number three. I have Christmas cookies. I don't. Ooh. Why is everyone as obsessed? What are we doing? I yes. get it. It's gingerbread. I made a joke earlier about gingerbread. Like everybody just freaks out. It's Christmas cookies. Like, can we all just like relax? A hundred percent. I don't need to eat another pine shaped tree cookie. I don't. With with the other sugar. Thirty percent more that sugar. Yeah. 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 I don't need it anymore. Or the fucking people that put the little red hots in for the star at the top. Don't need oh, it. Yeah. Nice. I don't, I don't need, I know you like your little bit of the, the cinnamon spice in there, but I, I don't do. need a hard candy in my soft cookie. Are you a hard cookie guy or a soft cookie? Guy? Soft cookie. As soft as soft cookie. as soft as they come. Like I will, yes. I will audition cookies. Like that's why, like, I don't, joke when i'm talking about subway like subway has the best cookies in the world and i didn't know that other people didn't know about it so i was on a shoot uh there or whatever and they were just like i was like oh this tastes like a subway cookie and they're like what do you mean i was like subway sandwiches like they're cookies they're like i still understand i'm just like these are the softest in the world these are home yes. runs you need to get into that I- I want to, if you pick up a cookie, I almost wanted to like <laughs> bend and wilt a little no, bit. No, dude, I got, I audition cookies, 100%. Like, I, I, I try to be, because I don't want people to have to eat like my, like, I'm not trying to pause everything, but like, I will touch a cookie and I'll bend it. And if it bends like a tortilla, I'm in. If it breaks, I'm out. Man, you just come through craft services and there's just a bunch of cracked cookies. <laughs> Like Brandon, Brandon's been on the raft. No, I don't have to do it over and over and over again. Just once. Yeah, yeah. We don't know. Just one. From. Okay, there you go. Uh, I like it. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I I don't need Christmas commercials. I I'm I'm over Christmas commercials. You don't like the big red bow on like an Acura. Like you're no. just you're. Or- you're done with that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And who are these young 20-something couples that are buying <laughs> fucking fully loaded GMC trucks and then giving to each other as a surprise? Yeah. Should we talk what about maniac? this? Should we talk about this? Yeah. It's like we're not paying cash. So this is a this is a car payment. So you should have brought yeah. it up. Oh, yeah. You should have brought it up. Yeah, yeah. You just fuck as you just put us on the hook for fucking 850 a month in fucking truck payments. Thanks a fucking lot. You know what I mean? Like it's it's wild to me and and also too like i get it uh from a business standpoint i applaud you corona but hey fucking ramp it up with the fucking palm tree and the guy oh, whistling i like they signed something i like this commercial and i i don't like the more commercial for like what you're saying but i do like the fact they're like for however they did it they pulled off 12 years of just like reproduction value over and over and over on this commercial. And I don't think the DP said that. I think there's probably a director and I don't think he gave the green light. And everybody was just like, yeah, we'll sign like whatever. Like, yeah, this commercial run this season and they just exploited it. Yes. I no no no. I, I appreciate the Corona's hustle. Don't get me wrong. I love the fact that I'm like, yeah, yeah. Squeeze every bit out of it. But I, I I'm to the point where I'm like, 
I just that's all I can think about. The the commercials lost on me. I just think about like how fucking how long in like 2027 are we gonna see this again? We you probably I mean? are. Yeah, we're gonna. We are. If we are. Why wouldn't we? We're going to do the commercial where it's like just the lights light up and it's fleece on a dot. And for whatever reason, they yeah. just got away with they got away with a jailbreak. They got away with murder on just like all right. So we don't have to pay anybody. So we're just going to run this over and over again. It should remind you that Corona exists. Yeah, right. Exactly. First off, whoever created that came up with this idea, like, you should have jobs for life. Like, I sit there <laughs> yeah, and be like, be I'm the Felice Navidad guy. <laughs> like, you want to you want a profitable commercial? You want, you want to pay $110,000 for this commercial right now and never pay for another commercial? Boom. I got you. We'll, we'll you put- want to do something for Arbor Day? I'll fuck it up. Let's see what's happening. <laughs> we'll do an NBA fixes. Like, um, we should find who this guy is and just be like, hey, you directed Ooh, this we spot. We should get him on the pod. Yeah, you directed this spot. Are you okay with how long it's running? Because there's two stories. That's great. It's either like, yeah, I got a ton of cash, or it's just like, I didn't know what I was signing. Like, I when know. I just signed it, I did a big problem. I, I have no idea. Cleos are the commercial awards, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a Clio? Oh, yeah. Do you think they just get a Clio award every year? Like, <laughs> fucking just knocking it out of the park. I mean, for leverage, is there yeah. is there a commercial that had more leverage than that commercial? No, no, great commercial. Anyways, all right, number two, what do you got? Uh, old Christmas movies, like from our youth. I'm just, I don't need to see The Grinch again. I don't need to. I get what they were doing. It's amazing. I remember watching it on my grandmother's floor. Yeah, yeah. But like a little snowman throwing a snowman or a snowball on the frosty commercial or this the frosty spot. I don't yeah, I'm just done. Frosty with Burl Ives doesn't hold up a lot. Even the the and technology old, was ahead uh, of itself. Yeah, yeah. Claymation was nuts with like the uh the Rudolph the Red Nose Ranger. We bailed, we just bailed on Claymation. Why is that a thing? Yeah, we did. I don't know. That's a good question. Is it, Pix- have- is it Pixar? I think we were just like, oh, this is kind of a technology. And it's like, oh, we'll figure it out. And then it just didn't happen anymore. It's too probably too labor intensive. It's probably just as many hours to Definitely like is, yeah. do that. But all those guys don't want to put in the fucking work. Where, where, where are my claimators at? Is that what you call <laughs> I think so. What are I you doing? So what are you doing? It's a lot dying industry. <laughs> um, my number two, I'm going to have to go with mistletoe. Has mistletoe ever worked out positively? Has mistletoe ever been yeah. the rom-com where it's like, oh, will they, won't they? Or it's like, oh, you're the girl at the office that I've, I'm crushing on. And she has a fucking a few too many drinks at the office party and makes the move. It never happens, yeah. dude. This is uh, this happens. is actually, this is a fantastic, fantastic pull. Yes, there's mistletoe was supposed to be a thing and things aren't like things used to be. So we'll yeah. leave it at that. Like, <laughs> right, right. <Exactly. laughs> like shit changed shit changed shit changed. Yes. for for all the ladies out there thinking about mistletoe you know what i'm saying yeah well i'm sure like yeah they were like avoiding mistletoe all right number one um <laughs> i got christmas songs i don't it does give me a holiday spirit i don't yeah. need them i don't well it's also i'm not a music guy but i know everybody's just know. like oh it's that that time of year we listen to, like a fucking like Nat King Cole play like uh, this Merry Christmas or just like Winter Wonderland. It's just like it's never hit me. It's just never yeah. registered. 
the Mariah, you know, the meme now is the Mariah Carey, the, you know, the Christmas song that she has. Yeah. I, I agree with you. You know, you know, I'm not a music guy either. Um, I think we did do Christmas songs. I don't remember if we did good ones or bad ones. I'm not sure. No, we got, we got in that. I think we did. I, th- I think we did. We will get into it, but no, 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 but it's good. It's still a good over number overall. Number one. Cause you're right. It's like, there's very few good, like really Christmas songs that like get me going, well, <laughs> that get the, get the thing moving. Here's the thing. There's no jam. I'm into them. Just like that. I get excited. It's just like, Oh, it's Christmas time. Like let's fire up this jam. Yeah. yeah. And that they, it yeah. just, it never happens. Uh, you, you could you could say that about a lot a lot of Christmas cocktails, yes. Christmas gatherings, yep. a lot Chris a lot of Christmas. Yeah. You could say that a lot about stuff, but yes. there's no like, there's no nothing song. with Brandana and his turtleneck no and his little. <laughs> it won't be eggnog. It won't be eggnog. I'll tell you that much, folks. And a fucking a fucking all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth come on and Brandana just like starts shucking and jiving. It ain't happening. Why were turtlenecks cool for like 18 months? Like what happened? Why why did we get on the page of just like turtlenecks? Yeah, we can do this. And then they just Turtle- disappeared. Yeah, turtlenecks are the skinny jeans of the throat. Yep. Right. That's like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're not we're not doing this anymore. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh my number one is uh I'm not the song, not to be confused. I'm just going with the idea of a winter wonderland look i get it snow is fucking fun it's white it's bright it's also cold cold and more often than not it's just gray slush winter sucks it's cold fucking bah humbug i don't like winter okay so we're we're uh we're a couple screws on this podcast which is good uh mnb sports <laughs> podcast you know what you're listening to but there was when i uh when i moved to new york was it six years ago seven years ago yeah yeah yeah. four four just four stick four years ago yeah, four. <laughs> everything either happened now or four years ago but when i moved I like that. uh when i moved there i remember it snowing i was like this is at a, i bought a big dumb red coat and i was like this is gorgeous and then yeah. for the next three weeks, it was just like, someone get this shit off the streets. Like right now. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Boots boots suck. Bringing your boots into the house when they're oh, wet. It's God, like, yeah. got to have a whole setup for <laughs> it. You know oh, that's, I mean? yes. Yeah. Do I, like, how do I derobe it? Do I derobe in the fucking, like, just in the entryway? Do I, like, sit here? Like, where do I hang my oh, coat? My like, do I, like, I just put boots yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough fucking angle. You good? Yeah, I'm just thinking about it. It was so nice. It was so nice to see. <laughs> oh my god. I thought I broke you for a no, second. No, 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 no. I'm still on. I was it's like I like I like snow, but like you just don't like snow after it happens. Like it's just it's a forever hang. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's always there. It's a lot to deal with. Uh, all right, uh, victory! You let's go MVPs. Uh, so I got, I go got, uh, I got Tom Cruise. I this is, I'm doing this to defend him. Yeah, I know Tom Cruise went. He went nutty, but I don't think his passion is manufactured. I think he gives a shit. I, I 
I agree wholeheartedly. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting to see what is, I don't, I know that there is a little bit of blowback. What's the blowback on this? I don't know. Uh, the blowback, the blowback is, is it's a little bit uh PR move uh, to pump oh. just a, an easy way to pump like free advertising for the movie coming out. But I it's just like, I don't, the, yeah. it's not the, it seems like better ways. Bye bye. You know I mean, yeah, he, he wasn't. And I know a lot of podcasters talking about it. We're the best podcasters, but he like, he for sure. I, I never like I listened to it three times. He was never being disingenuous was my take on it. Like, he's just like, yeah. we're getting people jobs. Like, don't fuck this. Like, don't fuck this. Like, we can't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the whole thing is, is like, we're not shutting this movie down. That was the thing that was like, guys, like, we're just not going to do it. I'm not going to let this happen. And and I get it. Like, there's a lot of money riding on it. There's a lot of like yeah. success and there's a lot, there's a lot of everything going on. And I, I get that. I, I get you know, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't like, and also be my MVP and not to interrupt you, which yeah. is what I'm doing. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't like the weird flex also when he was just like, yeah, like I talked to a lot of, I talked to a lot of studios, but I still feel like he's just like, let's, let's shoot. we got to shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't see that as like a flex. Like, you know, I, it was like, a, I, to me, the thing that got me was like, well, that's what I sleep with at night. It's like, yeah, I get, that. but I also get being like responsible and like you're Tom Cruise, like everything kind of lives and dies with you. If it's a shitty movie, like, you know, you know, that movie's success isn't as good as it can be. So I, I get that. And it's good. And I think your point is, is correct. Like, I think it's, he's, he's genuine in his thing and he really believes in it and it comes through. And so great MVP. It's probably the most we've analyzed an MVP, by the way. For sure. Right there. 100%. Yeah. Um, I will go with another. You know what? Fuck it. I'll go with another. What do you got? Uh, nice. Uh, I like when you go I, off script. I guess contra, contra, controversial oh, character. Yes. Uh, a lot of people don't like him and his and his organization. Uh, Donald Trump. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, fucking Dave Portnoy and Barstool. Right? They're doing the Barstool Fund. Did you hear about this? No. What's this? Where they're they're creating a uh, a fund for people to donate to give back to small businesses that have been hurt through the shutdown as a way to give back. So as a, uh, as, as a polarizing figure as Dave Portnoy is, and as, as you know, if you hate Barstool or love it, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, is that it's a, it's a good cause and it's a good thing. And, and, and if you don't like it, don't donate it to it, donate it to somewhere else. And if you do fantastic, but I thought it was the spirit, like you were saying, um was was the the genuine nature of it it's like we want to get back i think it's predominantly focused on like restaurants i think restaurants in like the northeast but it could be anyone i think they said like put up any and all nominations for people that you think that they need it the most and they're gonna they're gonna try to raise money and and support as many people as possible and uh and i love that you know even if i don't love who it comes from i love that they're doing it this is me mab sports podcast episode 147 I'm Brandana. Guys, we got Mab League starting January 2nd. Shoot us an email and maybe sportspodcast at gmail.com if you want your spot. Eight teams, we're going to play it, run it back. It's going to be a thing. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Audience, if uh, a turtleneck covers your throat, then we cover your ears. I don't know what that means.
style, fame, glamour, runway, style, fame, fashion, 